the heck out of here, rat. That's just a regular rat. Whoa, hey, hey, Hi. Alex. Start with me. Oh, sorry. I was trying it's to okay. be quiet as the rats, but um, is it still your shift? Yeah, it's it's. We've got a little bit of time because I want to let the others sleep as much as they can. Well, they're sleeping. Yeah. What, sleeping where, great. Why are you up? You should still be sleeping yourself. Well, I slept gotta, for I slept for like forty five minutes. I'm good. You sure, it's got a full forty five minutes. All right, good solid forty five minutes. Yeah, that's all. That's fine. I'm fine. Okay. Maybe. I was thinking like they're gonna sleep a lot longer. Okay. Maybe we could do like the podcast from the cave. Um. Okay, if you think, I mean, I've still got to keep an eye out for these these rats and the kobolds and things, but uh, I guess we can do that as long as we're mindful and keep an eye out. Well, now we have two eyes, so, and... Four, we have four eyes. Two sets is what okay, I should have said. Two, we have two sets of eyes that we know of. And, <clears throat> you know, the the other thing is if we're, if we're podcasting, then we can, like, capture evidence. You know, it would be like a live action battle if something does come in that's true that would be very exciting it yeah. would be very exciting for many people so well, let's let's give our listeners a little backstory about what's going on um so we you want to start go um we went through we went through the portal went through a portal that, that rich immortal dernan created yeah dernan the the tavern keeper who was apparently unable to die and says he can help us get back to our He's rich and immortal. That's yeah. what I said. And he can know he knows how to make portals. And he wants a special blue flower. Yeah. So we're here to find the special blue flower. He didn't tell us that there was going to be gigantic rats waiting for us. Well, that was a surprise. He wanted that. He didn't want to ruin all the exciting things. But there were also rope ladders and swinging bridges, and there was a lot of neat stuff. It was yeah, fun from the from the first moment we got here. Well, giant rats. Uh, are not something that I'm happy to be surprised about. Uh, oh. But anyway. I wanted I mean, to ask him about the portals. I mean, if we weren't in such... If we're, we're in sort of a hurry, I guess. You're thinking about portals? Yeah. Okay. Well, remember I said, like, can he just make us a portal home? Like, that would make more sense. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that he wants little things, and, you know, he wants us to collect them or whatever, but it's like, okay, how long are we going to stretch this out, man? Like, we're kind of... In, I thought that we were in a little bit more of a hurry, so... I don't know. I would ask him, I wanted to ask him where else could he make all these portals. I mean, I'll still ask about it, but I won't actually ask him to make or go through any unnecessary portals. But I'm wondering, like, can he just make portals? Uh, where can we go? You know, where else could we go? He'd be fun to kind of have around, you know, he if he's be. willing to stay around. I don't yeah. think he is. I think no. that's the point. He's like, I'm done now. <clears throat> so, um, I think yeah. after we get uh, whatever these objects that he needs, we Hopefully he can make us a portal then. Maybe he actually needs these objects to make a portal. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking yeah. that he he needs these things in exchange for his help. So yeah, that makes sense. So we'll just we'll just try to be quick about it, um, get them done with really quickly, and not worry about all these other questions that I have. Right. Maybe he'll stick around, and I can ask them later. But remember, last time we had actually talked about um, rats. Yeah. That they're not like coconut. They're no, pesky no. and everything. Coconut's adorable. Sweet little coconut. Um, but other rats can be kind of a pain to deal with. Um, and that was the very first thing we kind of had to deal with in yeah. this portal. Rats, rats, like rats. come through the portal and boom. Well, you threw that rock and then I, threw, well, I let coconut out, actually. Or no, right. cupcake. I let cupcake, cupcake out. And he, they couldn't they couldn't catch him, by the way. He, it was very, because he's been training. Yeah. So that cardio really paid off. He just, he saw it, he came right back to me. Zipped right back, you know. 
and uh, didn't get caught or anything like that by the rats. But I tried to shoo the rats off. Yeah, they don't take um, orders. Nope. <clears throat> and I threw one. I thought that would scare the rest. I'm like, oh, we don't want to be thrown. We'll leave. No, they that, just come back relentlessly to fight us. That just made them angry. Or so. Yep, they, so that didn't work. Um, Nilla asked me to throw one his way, like a soft pitch. Okay. Remember? And, and he, when we killed them, he kept a lot of them. I don't know he if he's planning on eating them or what. keeping them, yeah. I thought that was kind of unusual. Um, maybe that's a tabaxi thing. Like, you don't want to leave evidence of corpses behind kind of a thing, you know? The, oh, maybe. Yeah. He's never really had a problem with it before. Okay. But he does use a lot of fire, which naturally cleanses... Fire the areas behind us so maybe the since there was cleanser. no fire he he wanted us to keep them he, he kept a lot of the rats so um trying to think what else we we we, we encountered the kobolds next yeah we ran into some kobolds some little still a little sad about i that. have not encountered very many kobolds i haven't either but i think they look kind of adorable but that's my perspective and i was trying to tell them like get out of here we don't want to kill you but i guess they don't understand uh common no they they these ones anyway the ones that we encountered did not speak common they spoke draconic which roe can speak yeah i know that even though i have not um encountered many kobolds i do have that that book of dragon kind mm -hmm. to learn more about them and they are distantly related to dragons which is pretty neat yeah um, but they that made them only speak uh, draconic. I feel like they're like a little bit reptile looking. Yeah, they're like little small, uh, like the size of like a chimpanzee kind of a thing, or about the size of like a halfling, maybe a little smaller. They are small, yeah. yes. But man, they can really just—they're enthusiastic. They're enthusiastic, especially about it seems everything. like when they're in a group. Mm -hmm. They're even more enthusiastic when they're in a group. Yep. I will agree with that. So, and that is why uh, Master Cluden peeked into the one room and he laughed. I don't know what he was laughing about. He saw something. The scene that he described was entirely different from what was in there. So okay. I don't know why that was. I didn't have what? a chance to ask him. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what, what did he describe? He said something about scarecrows dancing around like puppets. What are you talking about? So yeah. I looked in. I, I'm not sure what quite what was going on. Oh, I don't know. I could ask that to my new friend that I made, which I'll talk about. I'll tell you about um, my new friend later. Like, why would you want to scare a crow? You can just like have them. You can give them some peanuts or some. They like pieces. corn chips. They do like corn chips, and like, they yeah. like shiny things. I'll, well, I'll, what I'll... I was gonna say was, you could give them corn, and then they would give you shiny things in return. It's mm, they're a little bit stingy with the shiny things, actually. You gotta give them a lot of corn. You have I mean, to give you. Yeah, rate. there's a very high exchange rate for them giving you anything. So, um, but but it was that wasn't what I saw when I looked in. Uh, it looked to be their training room, and there were a whole bunch of them actively fighting inside. Everybody was fighting. Everybody was, yeah. They were fighting. Were they fast as lightning? They were pretty fast. Okay. Um, I'm not sure of their style. I'm okay. not sure which style. Cluden couldn't identify that. He did not because he saw something entirely different. So oh. he could not identify their style of fighting. He just I guess said that everyone. Would make sense. I mean, we're in everybody's a different realm, so I'm sure that their martial it arts might be would something be that he doesn't know about. Maybe kobolds have their own combat art. I mean, you'd think so because they're they're not. I mean, they're humanoid, but they're not human. They still have tails and they can bite very hard. Oh, they, they have, bite! Yeah, they have sharp talons. 
Well, we decided that it might be best not to engage with them because of that reason, because it does seem like there were there were a lot of them. They're tougher than they look. Yeah. Yes, and there were a great many of them, which seems to make them more enthusiastic about fighting. They're very confident, and they were training, so they're in that mode. Mm -hmm. You know, they're in the zone. So we figured it might be best not to engage with them. So not only that, so I couldn't like stick around and see what their their tactics were mm -hmm. or what their style was or anything because we wanted to get out of there. Um, so we, um, you, you bumped your arm a little bit on the wall, and they kind of they yeah, looked, I'm still they looked, but they didn't really. Yeah, I mean, it's not a problem or anything like that. They kind of looked. About, you know, if they noticed us, they noticed us, but they really didn't. They just, you know, they went on their way. They probably thought we were just a couple of um, other friends, allies, or, or rats, whatever. Or, or rats or something. Yeah. They really didn't notice um, That's our presence what I or anything. That's actually what I should have done is after I bumped my armor, I should have just been like, nobody out here in this hallway but us rats. Right, because they wouldn't have understood you. They no. would have just been like, there's some kind of weird, there's another yeah. weird sound too. So two weird sounds, probably Or nothing. I could have made some fake rat noises. I'm pretty good at that. Do you want to hear my rat impression? Yes, go ahead. S squeak, squeak. That's pretty good. Eek, squeak. There's so many different kind of rats. I'm sure there that's are. one of them. That's one of them, yeah. So that would have been a good strategy. But instead of using any of those, because I was very tempted to stay there not only to look at their tactics but remember the last time i was nebbing inside of a room and i was nebbing inside of a room oh that was back at that um when we met griff and he took us in there and we oh, were looking okay. at something or other and remember i don't even remember what happened because honestly this is the part i remember i remember that we were like let's just get the f out of here yeah and ro did that thing but where like you she, didn't say f i did not say that no somebody else did okay and then but ro took my shoulders like this and she just, she just gently pulled kind of, me yeah. back out of there. So I was hoping that would happen again. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to stay there. Right. What? Nothing. Why are Continue. you looking at me like that? <laughs> but I, so I, I kind of, I, I admit, I, I kind of wanted, I was tempted to stay there because I wanted that to happen. But I thought if in the meantime the kobolds saw us, that wouldn't, wouldn't have been good. So we just backed out. We locked them all in. Mm -hmm. Alagast did a magic lock on the door. Yeah, he magically he magically locked it and because we weren't sure he hasn't used this a lot he he's he's still getting used to a lot of the spells and everything he tends to still use the staff the tip of the staff he's the hitting stuff tip, yes with his tip a lot still and he should be using more spells he has some really cool stuff well, you can so only use so many spells at a time so oh well he shouldn't he shouldn't you, you want to conserve those for you know something that's a little harder to kill basically never good to be too conservative though I mean, there's. It can be fun to like. I, I know we talked last episode about how much I love smiting things, but to hang on to your best, I just can't go around smiting everything. Cause, well, th you know, this was I a good. Um, this was right. So I understand that, but this was a very good use of that spell. So right. he magically locked the door, and just in case that failed, or you know, I, I don't know what what kobolds know. We didn't really get to learn that about them, but. Um, just in case, Nella and I put a rig on it with a rope, mm -hmm. some alchemist fire, and luckily it worked. We didn't drop any preemptive. That would have been really bad <laughs> if, if we messed up our part of it. Bad, but yeah. since we didn't, this should be. I can't. Wait. Eventually, they're going to come out of there. I, I'm hoping. I'm kind of. I'm kind of hoping yeah. it happens while At we're some still point, here. Some going to need to go to the bathroom. Right. Or, I'm just. You know, 
I, I just hope that we're. I kind of hope that we're here whenever they get out of there because it will be. Walk. Yeah, it's it'll be, be quite funny. Well, yeah. It'll be. It'll make a funny sound. It will make. Well, it'll make a funny sound, and then there'll be some screaming, and then silence. Probably. Well, that's the sound that Nell really likes. He gets the biggest smile whenever he hears the crackle of fire and the screaming, and then the silence. Sorry, I just got like the hair on my neck stood up when he, when I thought about what Nell looks like when he smiles. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. His smile. It's a nice smile. It's a very, it's very toothy. Um, toothy. It's very, very toothy. Toothy grin. Yeah. So we did encounter a few more kobolds after we set off some other fire traps, me and Nilla. We saw some traps and we asked what to do and somebody said spring the traps. So I stepped on and there was in the whole room was on fire. Yeah. Um, but luckily it was just like, uh, we looked into the into the chest anyway. It just looked like a bunch of grain or whatever. But apparently that was like most of their food. So yeah. when they so, came around the bend, we, we again, we could not communicate with them because we tried to tell yeah, them, hey, there's a fire, get out. Yeah, I was like, hey. <laughs> you, said, you said, hey. I said, hey, Danger. there's a fire, run away. And, uh, for, and I forgot again that they don't speak uh, common, so. <clears throat> so, but Roe translated it, and yeah, they, they were not having, they were, they were kind of, they were more mad that like, they, they I think that they suspected us. You and think? they're like, our food. And they were pretty mad, so they just, they came at us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather not kill them if I don't have to, but they kind of left me no choice right when something decides to fight us we got to do what we got to do and no one ever like backs down or tries to run away they just like fight us to the end they're real these very persistent people mm -hmm. we are meeting so everyone more or less did their usual tactics on that one except for master cluden you mm -hmm. remember what he did he was he was like doing some sort of fake out punching where he didn't actually hit them at first, yeah, that must. I be guess an, like an intimidation thing or something. Some type of advanced technique that he must have learned at his uh, temple. Where he doesn't actually hit them; he just he, like takes these wild swipes mm -hmm. and everything, but doesn't actually hit them. It's like an, an intimidation, or I, I don't. I'm not sure what his strategy was. I, I'll have to ask I've, him again. But I've heard talk back from the monks at the Blue Brotherhood where they spoke of a technique of no technique being mm -hmm. a very high uh, technique, for lack of a better word, but. That's yeah. really confusing. The way I'm of no confused. way and the technique of no technique uh, being like water. Uh, now, see, Brother Gao always told me that I was a good learner because I'm curious and I ask a lot of questions and I do things persistently. But I'm not really understanding what you're saying or Master Cluden's ways. I just try to also, do what he does. Oh, I see. Do you want to expound on that? Well, I mean, it, 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 it seems like it would take time and effort to do the fake punches that well, aren't hitting anything. I guess it pays off in the end. Maybe it's a thing of like lowering somebody's um, expectations. They're like, oh, this guy can't hit me. He's trying, but he can't hit me. And then they get cocky and then boom, and then you nail them. That's possible. I thought maybe that's what he was doing. I've seen, uh, I saw this one fighter. He, he, honestly, he just let the other guy beat on him and beat on him and beat on him. And then he got really mad and came back and started beating the heck out of them. Oh. Yeah. So he let them, and like that really propelled yeah. and then um, he was something all, inside him. Yeah, they had to cut his eye because his eye was all swelled up. His 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 friend, I think his name was Mickey, uh -huh. had to cut him to oh, relieve yeah. the swelling. Yeah. And that worked. I'll it have worked. to ask him more yeah. about these tactics and, and things that he's seen. I don't know if he's going to, because he's he's not. He doesn't seem like a particularly trusting guy you know he doesn't Cluden, right he doesn't yeah. he doesn't trust easily well, he's usually uh usually um is a loner mm -hmm. 
you know, so he's he's not used to. He's, he's so you would. To you a little more about his back, uh, his background, right? He doesn't. I mean, you, you a little sort, bit. You, you sort of pride a little more information out of him. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, else. but I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll keep that private and everything. If he okay. right, if he if he doesn't want that to be announced or anything, he's a he's a private kind of I think dude. He said something about the demons had destroyed his temple. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I was thinking he wouldn't trust or like me at all right. because I'm a demon. But um, he he said he doesn't like nor hate me, so I am so good with that. Like it it could at any moment tip to the side of not liking me, and I don't want that to happen. So I'm really really trying to stay that balance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and not tip the scale. So and so far it's going it's going pretty well. But I I could see where I think it would it might tip the scales if I just asked him outright like oh you know you've studied all this time mm -hmm. all this experience and study and everything learning these techniques and oh just tell me how to do it you know what i mean like so i'm just i yeah, don't think i should do that i guess little... I'm, I'm so curious and maybe he could give me a little bit it depends on how i word it i'll have to word mm -hmm. it i'll have to think about how i want to word that to him well um what I, would he be willing to i, I actually need to, to approach him uh, honestly, because I could use some more hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat uh, techniques myself. He has that. Because they, one of the things with the Blue Brotherhood is we more or less, I mean, there was hand-to-hand -hand training, but it was mostly like if you lose your weapon, then you're kind of... Why did you lose your weapon? Well, I mean, in the middle of combat, if someone disarms you, you know. We were basically taught just, not to let just, that happen. Just don't let that happen. Right. That's what I was yeah. told. Just don't yeah. let that happen. Yeah. Just don't let it happen. There are, there are extreme consequences for that. Yeah. So. Um, well, speaking of weapons, so the kobolds have like, I don't know if this is all kobolds, but these ones that we encountered just had rusty, rusty old kind of weapons. Um, but for rusty old weapons, their axes dealt pretty solid damage. Well, and I, mean, I did. I grabbed some up. I After mean, they a, were down. A, a rock isn't a very elegant weapon, but if someone cracks you in the skull with it, it's going to do a lot of damage. So. And they know how to use them. because So I grabbed them up because I'm thinking, these things are pretty mm -hmm. dang good. I mean, See what I did okay. there? I didn't swear. I, I, I replaced I the word before the press, I yeah. said it. My, my, my That kicked in before my mouth did. Okay. I'm working on that. I'm very pleased with that. Thank you. So I grabbed them up thinking like, well, let's see what happens when we use these. Right. Bad boys. So I grabbed one. I asked Ro if she wanted one. She said, oh, absolutely, because she likes an axe, you know. And it was kind of hard. She didn't. She didn't hit with it at first. She tried, but it was. It, she definitely got the hang of it. It didn't take very long at all, and she got the hang of it. And they did deal damage. It wasn't just the kobolds. It was mm -hmm. they're decent. Yeah. Decent rusty old weapons. I could probably, you know, once we get back to the ship, if we still, if you and uh, uh, Rose still have your axes, I could probably fix them up a little bit. Make them a little nicer, reinforce them a bit. Do whatever you do whatever you want to mine. I don't know what she wants. Okay. With hers, I mean, she, I just know that she wanted the X. She wanted it. So, um, oh, speaking. Of, so later on, um, remember when I thought I thought it'd be good to do that shatter thing, right? Which is when I create a, a noise so loud that basically anyone within like ten foot, like in a sphere of ten foot, takes this like thunder damage. It's pretty bad. It like it shattered the dude's eardrums. Uh, but that's with anyone. Mm -hmm. 
that's not I can't just like pick and choose like my targets on that. Anyone who's yeah, in that thing just of gets an area it. Of effect kind of a right. Effect. So so I asked Ro to get our people behind her in an area of silence, which she can do. She can do the silence thing mm -hmm. with you know, no one's affected because they can't hear. They can't hear the the crazy noise. Yeah, it's a pretty handy uh, handy spell. It is really nice. And now really they just needed to be ten foot away from the thing that I was doing. But rather be on the safe side, you know? Um, plus I, I kinda wanted to do a dual teamwork thing with Ro. Oh, why would that be? Because it's really cool. She, oh, you know, okay. they were working together. Okay. Be cool I to mean, work together. It's, it's I awesome. I tried to come up with some attacks that you and I could do together, but that never seemed to work out. Oh, well, well let's okay. practice it more. Let's practice it more. Okay. Because I'm thinking, <clears throat> um, well, let, we could have a group conversation. Because well, I'm thinking I wanted to ask Ro if we could do it again. What I wanted to do with you was I have a smite called Thunderous Smite that actually does something similar to that. It does mm -hmm. the... Um, <clears throat> thunder uh, damage. So we'd call it like the double thunder? Well, no, I thought I would hit them with that while you cast your burning hands, and then we, we could call it shake and bake. <gasps> I love that. I know. I would love to do shake and bake with you, Quinn. Okay. And now that I'm thinking of maybe... Um, I just, the only problem with that spell is I'm a little worried to use it in a situation like this because I'm afraid it might, you know, make the dungeon cave in around us. Well, that's why you have the name for it. So that you can announce shake and bake. Mm -hmm. And that way, or you could say like this, you could say shake and bake. And if one of us thinks it's not a good idea, we can, okay. you know, like a <clears throat> thumbs down if right, you can't right. speak, if you can't say anything, because there are those types of situations. And so I think that shake and bake is a really great idea. I'm all down for it. We'll have that as a, as a plan and we'll have like our question it, you know, kind of thing. And because I was thinking about approaching Roe and saying, hey, if you ever want to do that again, and by that I mean, and like I have to have a name for it too, like a clever name like you came up with, like Shake and Bake. I was thinking like Silent Rage, Hush and Crush, Hush Mute, and crush. Mutant Brute. Right. What about like Quiet Riot? That's a good one too. Those are, those are, half of those are at least acceptable. <laughs> Only half? Well, she might have even better. She's very clever. She might have okay. a better name what for our What was the last one? Quiet Riot? Thing. I like yes. that one the best, I think. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, it's not you know something that um, will be taken in a in a wrong way or something like. That. I think she would know what that is. Right. I think she'll know what that is. She's a musician. Well, well, what does that mean? So she knows the sounds of like quiet. She would know what because that says quiet riot. See, so her part is the quiet part, and mine would be the riot, which really doesn't mean um, like what I'm doing, like a shatter thing. Right. She would get it as that, though, I think, because, like, she's been in concerts and things like that, so she knows what a, um, what are those things that people right. do? She said at concerts, little, when they, like, wreck into each other and stuff, you know? Uh, that's more of, like, a riot situation. Okay. So, see, she would know that that means the noise and chaos damage. Yeah. So she would know that as a musician. They, they, they can come on and feel the noise. performing musician. Yes, okay. she would know that. And, hey, right after that, she, yeah. high, she high-fived me. Oh, nice. Yeah. And just to be clear, when someone high fives you, there's no real exception to that guideline where you shouldn't hold on to their hand. At least she didn't. Afterwards. I'm glad that she high fived you and didn't accidentally like bang heads with you. Why would she do that? Now, I've been, I've like been like, I've been head. like, I've, I've gotten the thing before where I thought somebody was going to high five me and they just, you right. know, pop, pop me in the head. Um, but that didn't happen. She actually high fived me. But like I said, just to be clear, not like anytime somebody high fives you, I asked this to our other to our other friends, 
And I clarified, I said, you should never do that, right? That's like kind of creepy or whatever. Um, and there's no real exception to that. And I said, you just hit it and move on. Just hit and they it. laughed about that, though. And they said, I should ask you about how to hit it and move on. So I'm asking you. Why would I know anything about that? Maybe they think that you're a high five expert. Have you? I, I've never seen you high five that many people. No, at the temple. It seems like um, Roe and Cluden do that the most. At the temple, we should just bowed. So why would you know anything about about hitting it and quitting it? Yeah, I don't. So you would bow and quit. Yes, I, I guess, yeah, bow and be like, okay, the lesson is over, and now we can go about our business. Bow and exit gracefully. Yeah, that that sounds accurate. Yeah, respectfully. Bow respectfully. And exit respectfully. Right. Okay. I'll think about that. I don't know if that would work for me or not. Well, you know, uh, you're still young. You can you can figure out your own little uh, idiosyncrasies. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Ro about all this dragon stuff because this um, this place is very dragon themed. I noticed that. Yeah, a lot of dragon creatures in here, and there's a lot of um, statuary mm -hmm. and a lot of runes and things that translate. There was a thing that said "Welcome travelers," and Ro translated a thing that said "Let there be fire." And like there was that liquid. Oh yeah, that, that came cool. out and it filled the fountain. Well, it didn't um, really fill it, but what well, it started to fill it. There was and the 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 cistern was not filled, but it was it was there, there was liquid in it. I guess I don't know. Right. So when I say filled, I mean yeah, I it my, definitely when I was say not filled, filled. It makes me think of being filled to the brim. You know, it this was, was coming out really fast. It was it was kind of coming out fast. Yeah, came out fast at first. It slowed really quickly. So I asked if I could lick it to see what it was, and you said no. Yeah, because it might have been poison. Well, we fi well we would know that then. We would know that because you'd be dead and her twitching on the floor, and we don't want that either. Well, we could fix that up. But we figured out it was potion of fire breath, where yeah. you drink it and you exhale fire like thirty feet. Mm -hmm. I have not used mine yet. I have not used mine either. Okay. I'm I'm holding on to that one. It's going to be pretty cool. We should we should come up with something where we all use that one together. Ooh, should we not? Be cool. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. fire breath time. You know. It's time Dragon time. I don't know. But <laughs> once we knew what it was, it's we did for... all think that there was going to be much more. We were very um, Yeah, I mean, Milo was like dumping out all of his uh, they, Well, his people started dumping, well, they're dumping flasks and, and, and yeah. they're dumping stuff to, to gather up this liquid. And then that kind of like that weird like voice in the sky. I don't know who it was. What? That voice in the sky, like you, you say that whenever it's like an actual, like you think it's somebody else. It could be somebody yeah. else, or it's one of us, but it sounds so distant because they're far away or whatever. But I don't know who it was. A voice had said and clarified that it's actually a pretty small fountain, and yeah. we're only getting one flask a piece. <laughs> so stop. You, you hear voices in your head that aren't. Oh, I hear them thoughts. all the time. Oh yeah. Okay, we may need to put a pin in that and come back to that at some point. But, oh, okay. Okay. Let's tell you what they say. Okay. And we got hung up on that riddle. Uh, there was a riddle. riddle. There was a riddle. <laughs> uh, we're not good at those. No, we're not good at those. It was uh, uh, rebuke the dead, open the way. I figured it might be a necromancy thing, but I'd just gotten that book for Allegast, that ethics of necromancy, mm -hmm. because Shmeeb's a little bit weird on the necromancy thing. He's like, mm, playing with the dead, that's no good. So yeah. I got him a book to kind of guide him a little bit mm -hmm. about this. Uh, plus, no one listens to me anyway. So there were some things that were tried, though, right? 
Well, yeah, I thought when it said rebuke the dead that it meant to like, um, well. You peed on him. I was going to pee on a corpse, yeah, because I thought that would be like. <laughs> we were this, all waiting for it. Take this dead thing <laughs> and that that didn't work, so. But uh, yeah, we were we were that frustrated by the things that were already tried. Like they tried throwing already dead bodies through. Um, Ro just tried like basically going through. Like she was going to catch the um, sight that came down, but it was like an invisible thing. Mm. But it actually did damage. Yeah. But I tried to stop it with my weapon, and it just went right through my weapon. So that wasn't that was weird. That was very weird that it was. It, it could go through things like it was invisible, yet it dealt damage. So we tried a lot of things. So that's why I think that you were at that point where you're willing to do something that was kind of out well, of character for you, I've, peeing on the dead. I've heard some people say that, like, for zombies or things like that, that one of the ways to keep them from coming back is you have to desecrate the body. And the person so this learned, is a thing you've done before? No, I've not done it, but one of the instructors back oh, okay, in the temple, you heard. he explained it to us that you have to completely desiccate the body. What was the word? De desecrate? De desecrate? No, uh, desecrate. I'm sorry. It's, uh, this has been a long night. had to desecrate the body, and he suggested peeing on it to make it stop. Okay. But it was kind of a funny thing, because when he was explaining this to us... What is, wait, what does peeing on something have to do with anything? Well, like just, what does that do? They're dead. They don't it's care. It's dead, but it's it's disrespectful, I guess. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So, it, but the fun, the the. What about the, spitting on somebody? The end of the end of the story, though, was it turned out it wasn't actually a zombie. It was just someone wearing like funny makeup. Oh. Yeah. He just killed a guy. Oh no. Yeah, but anyway, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And everyone makes mistakes. Everyone. Everyone. Hmm. What about the gods? Oh, they make mistakes all the time. I heard that. I read that in that pamphlet. Right. Well, we'll, we'll have to go over that pamphlet. We'll, yeah, we'll go over that. Pamphlet? Well, yes, I left it back on the ship, so we'll okay. have to go over that next time. But I did read that in okay. the uh, in the pamphlet that even gods make mistakes, which is kind of comforting, actually. Yeah, and the sad part is when gods make mistakes, it usually results in something really bad. So. Hmm. Well, we. The riddles thing, I'm not sure. Maybe gods like create those because they're really hard. Um, so we figured we were going to practice some riddles a little bit. Okay. You know, I'm not sure when we're going to do that. But remember you said we could. You said we could yeah. practice riddles a little bit. We could even ask other people um, about riddles and maybe they could solve them. They could help out and have fun with it, you know. Okay. We all practice together. I was going to say, now, the pamphlet, though, just to get back to that real quick. Now, you studied that. You remember the, the buddy system that mm -hmm. was talked about in the pamphlet? Yes. Do you, do you remember um, what the buddy system stood for? No, I didn't um, I didn't go it's, as far as memorizing, but I just okay. I just briefly um, well, looked at the pamphlet because we had be, to go. We were in a hurry. It's become a paladin, uh -huh. unite with your brothers, destroy all that is evil, defend the helpless, and Illmator provides for all. B-U-D-D-I, the buddy system. It's spelled a little bit weird. I mean, maybe to you. Yeah, that's... But... Uh, I'm not as great as, at common as you, but... No, you're fine, you're fine. Anyway, so where were we It's a good about? system to remember it, but I didn't get past the, you know, become a paladin, because I'm not even there yet, so I was like, oh, pff, I've already, already oh, messed... Are you thinking already... about becoming a paladin now? 
I already messed up step oh. B, which is the first step. Right. The B and but. So okay. I, I don't. I'm not even that far yet. Okay. So, what? what okay. So what happened? What else did we? What else did we need? Oh, we went into the room with that desk thing, that desk-looking piece, mm -hmm. and there looked to be treasure behind it. And you detected magic in there. Yes. So me and Ro, we like took different sides. I'm like, oh, let's sneak up and take a peek. Um, and it curled up in the treasure was a bone devil. Oh yeah, that bone devil. Ah, uh, that. Uh, speaking of like things, you know, the the fountain we, that looked bigger at first. This thing looked smaller at first. Like I was fully ready to slip the bag right over its head. <laughs> and I was, yeah. Whoa! When that thing unfurled, it was really that was pretty damn big. I mean, it is just bones, so it can kind of collapse down more than. It looked like nothing. I thought this is gonna be easy. Could. This is gonna be so easy, mm -hmm. but it was not. It was, nope. and it was very mean to Roe. Well, their bone dragons and um, their bone devils and dragons are natural enemies. Yes, they're ancient rivals. Yes. Of of dragon types, I read that in my book, and I there there aren't too many pictures in this book, mm -hmm. so I wasn't aware that that's what it looked like. Yeah, when I some, first it's saw hard it. so, sometimes to just go by the like a verbal description of something. So. Right. So once I kind of saw it and the thing that it was so mean to row, I oh. Yeah. I think I know what this is. And I, so, I, you know, there's nothing in there really about how to kill it or anything like that. So we just, you know. I mean, it's just bones. So, like. My strategy is always. vital organs to aim for. Right. So you would think that would be really tough. But, I, well, once it starts attacking you, then you know what its strategy is. So that's usually my strategy. I have all these ways for things to focus on me. I'm very good at getting things like, come on at me. Mm -hmm. They love, things love attacking me. You're very good at antagonizing us. I provoke the crap out of them. You're, you're you know skirt, what I mean? skirting the line there, but okay. Uh, come on, that was, that was an honest effort. Okay. Okay, well, I am good, I'm very good at getting things provoked and, and to focus on me. This thing was very persistent. Mm. So Master Cluden's strategy was go and stand by Roe so that there's another target. Maybe it would focus on him, you know, so they would both at least get hit, it would take turns and it wouldn't hit her so much. But it actually has, the, so the bone devil has a stinger on its butt. Right. And that thing looked terrible. I have it right here. It's, oh gosh. Yeah, I kept it. I mean, it's impressive, right? Where, did you, where were you hiding that? Oh, I just had it in my bag. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, just, I, just go like this. You just basically think of like what's in there and it just, goes right to your hand like a magnet those are pretty cool or at least it does the mine maybe it's my claws which i still need to cut uh i've got my uh metal file somewhere here in my blacksmithing tools. that would wake everybody up you know how loud that is when you yeah you're right you're right when you drill it by claws um but so i i had all kind of plans for the stuff that i was going to try to see how it would fight back and everything because i'm always interested in the strategies of things mm -hmm. you know keep a little notebook on things that we encountered and what worked on it, you know, so that we know for next time in case we meet one again. But so I had all kind of plans for it, but I thought, ooh, I gotta cut that stinger off because that looks menacing. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to just hit the stinger. I ended up cutting its whole uh, butt off, go. its whole butt off, and that killed it. That, yeah, that's funny that that would be its weak spot, would be its tail something but it's just would, I, I don't you know you would always assume it's the head but you I would guess. think so but this thing did not live on it once that stinger was off it was done for so 
but we did so we did get its treasure its little treasure that it was laying on top of uh we were figuring out it had there was a lot of loot there yeah there was a lot of loot and so anytime that we we have a big party you know there's many of us there are yeah we are quite that's actually one of the things that kind of made me a little upset was um you know me i usually am at the rear of the procession to guard us against someone sneaking up on us yeah somebody said that that you love being in the rear you Who? always enter from the rear who said that um i think it was Allegas said that oh. at first and then and then everyone said it everyone just laughed about it i don't know why it's funny you just be last i mean uh, someone's got to be the last and i'm wearing the heaviest armor so if someone sneaks up on us then they'll run into me but anyway sense. what i'm saying is by the time we got in there like you guys already killed it i didn't even get a chance to Aww, take a whack sorry. at it did you want it's to fine. i well there's a couple there's a couple spells i haven't had a chance to try yet and um if there I was, was gonna... an imminent danger row and you said to me you could you could always say to me hey onyx i want to try something and i'll completely back off okay so that you have well, a chance at it this was really you know i, I was just it's trying to... fine it's just that most of my abilities are close up like i have to mm -hmm. get in close to hit things with my axe and use my smites so the one long range attack that i have is is moonbeam and i, like I figured that. it is pretty cool when i did get to use it but i i just figured again if it's some type of a devil yeah, it might be vulnerable to uh you know light a light based attack so you should explain what that does I know what it does. Yeah, basically, it's it's uh, creates like a holy uh, light, and it uh, shines down from well above, and any type of uh, demon or uh, fae type creature will receive tons of damage from it. So, um, but again, it's a spell slot, and I'd rather hold on to that in case we right, run into so something that is a lot harder you know yeah so I, I don't well that one that one seemed like it was going to be and you just never know you just never know what's going to be difficult mm -hmm. you know i mean like i said uh, this time what seemed the most difficult for us so far in this cave was a freaking riddle and rats so many rats uh, yeah <laughs> who, who to know but that's what gave us the hardest time so at any time like if you want to i'm down for whatever you know me so like if you mm. want to if you want to fight stuff or whatever you just tell me the plan you just yell something at me okay and and then i will we'll, we'll, we'll i will try to help you stuff. out yeah well, we, we have to work we, on this a little bit we get back to the ship we can do some sparring practice we can come up with some ideas some I ideas guess, on how to com how to communicate those you know, things just saying usually when we're moving through the cave we have nilla and griff at the front since there are stealthy uh, rogue types. We, I don't even know where they go. I stopped trying right. to so keep track. They would run into something before any of the rest of us do. So, and then we, we keep Allagast more towards the center since, you know, he's a little more fragile, and he's kind of our big gun, really, if you think mm -hmm. about it, as far as magic goes. So, as long as he doesn't hold on to them, he kind of does not hold on to them. When you you got to know the time, I guess. Mm -hmm. You got to know when to hold them. Right. For somebody else. Right. And you gotta know when to fold them. Like that bone devil was already like folded up. I, if yeah. we would have figured out a way to fold them back up, right? You know? Just return them back to his original shape. And you know when to just walk away from them. Sometimes and you sometimes just do that, you like like you did with the with the got with the kobolds. You decide we just walked away. <laughs> I don't think we've ever run. We've never done that strategy yet. Right. I only run when chased. Well, there's there's nothing been chasing us. They usually try to run 
away from us. There was a few things that ran away from us that I know I should have grappled them. But I wish more there, things would run away from us because I don't like killing things. I, you know, that's on them. They just don't get, like I said, there's, I, that's how they I meet some out. very like, persistent things that just don't give up until they are completely dead. And even then, sometimes they give us the finger as they're dying. I figure if it comes down to it where someone has to kill it, it's, it's better me killing them than them going off and hurting somebody else. That's you true, know? right? Because they, they would. They would. They'd they just could go just and... run into the next person who's not as uh, well prepared as we are. Right. That would be bad. That's that's our that should be our party motto is preparation. I don't think that's a word we that have, describes us well, no, at all. We have we have many different uh, preparations that we've come up with. Well, since like you we're know, under Herbert, would it be like, like preparation age? That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Like when we first got or together. Or S H, because he's he prefers to be called Sir Herbert. I I always well, address him properly. Anyway. That's true. Preparation, anyway. Sir H. Preparation, Sir Herbert. Right. Okay. Well, speaking of Sir Herbert, I when we were dividing up loot, which includes math, which I'll be honest, this party is also not good at math. You know, there's you know when there's like a thousand gold, I get it. You know, if, if it was like an even 10 in our group, that would be a little bit easier, mm. you know, to, to divide. But a number like seven, they act like it's it's very, very difficult. They, I, I don't know where they were taught math. Mm. But sometimes it seems like Noah likes to just round up and and his share, and then he, divide, and then he divides the rest of it on an even number. I'm not sure what his tactic oh. is, but it's not... It's not always even, and it's like he needs he needs checked a lot of times. His numbers need checked a lot of the times. And I actually contacted Sir Herbert, okay. uh, Skull Knight Sir Herbert, to see if he wanted to be included. I don't know if he needs money for anything. That's a good point. He might need some type of funding just to keep the ship running. But he said no. He doesn't doesn't care about. My, I guess he expects us to do that. So he's you know just you do it. Okay. We're on it. You know we're free free room and board basically on his ship. So. Um, but he said no. He doesn't care about money. Um, he started elaborating, and I was trying to like yell back to everybody else that was, uh, does he want any or not? You know, and I said no. He doesn't give a f about money. I I paraphrased there. I said the actual word at the time, which Sir Herbert oh. didn't. Yeah, he didn't appreciate that. So he he doesn't give an f about money. Okay. And he still also does not care for bad language. So he corrected me. Well, I mean, he is a sir. He has been knighted, it's I assume. Very res that has, I guess that includes a lot from, of respect. And he's very old, too, so he may come from an age where... Uh, you think he'd know all the bad words and I'm just be used sure to them by I'm sure he does, now. but, you know, it's a certain, after a certain point, it's like, you know, what's the point? I guess. I, I don't know what his method is. I just know he doesn't like it, so I'm trying. I'm really trying. I don't think I've slipped up hardly at all this show. <laughs> Should we should keep a we should keep a tally we to should. see if Maybe I if a, I mess up or not. Crap doesn't count though. Come on, I'm just saying that toes align. That doesn't. I believe feces is the proper term. Oh so. my goodness! All right. Fecal matter. That's really hard when you're like you're already stopping yourself from saying a swear. But anyway. <laughs> so, so that just reminded me of one time when we were uh, when I was very young. Uh, this is before. Uh, I came to the temple actually mm -hmm. back back in my oh it's a prequel story. my home village of uh, Forestford. Um, I didn't have very many friends, but I had uh, two friends that were they, they were maybe a bad influence on me. 
Oh no. But uh, we were to play a prank on someone and one of them one of them pooped into a into a bag. <gasps> I've seen this prank. And we put it on someone's porch and then they lit it on fire and the guy came out and started stomping it and he said, Who who put this who put this poop on fire on my porch and my friends were laughing because he was like he called the fecal matter poop. I, I didn't tell that story very well. I, I'm sorry. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's that? Why is that funny? I don't know. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> poop we're, bag. The old poop bag. I've, I've actually, yeah, I've seen it. The old poop bag. The old poop bag. Um, so, oh, oh, uh, I don't know if this is an uncomfortable subject to discuss, but you used your... We're going to your... talk about tiefling puberty again? I mean, we can if you want to. I, I still have... Look how many questions I still have that you have not answered. I have them right here in my pocket. Let's, what were you going to talk about instead? I'm sorry. I wanted, I wanted to talk about that you used your fear power. Oh, yeah. that. Um, you, you used your rage. You raged. So maybe we need to explain this a little bit. When we came to the fear realm, Herbert, Sir Herbert said that we needed to blend in and he imbued each of us with a different fear-based power. I explained uh, it a little bit because I said I had, bit, I had an illusion and I made the illusion rainbow with they, mine. Maybe they missed that episode. I don't know. I'm just, okay. just, I, just, I, just, just trying I to help out. I was thinking afterwards that, that I, um, I didn't know that you had... That, well, I don't know if you have to, but I guess you're supposed to... I guess the fit-in, you're supposed to actually use it for a fearful thing. I, I used it to make a rainbow. Yeah, but, so... Yeah, I, I'm, so I'm Onyx here. took an illusion-based power... And I took a power which is basically like a rage um, fear, which, again, I figured it would be something I never used because I'm so even-tempered. You are. You're very calm. Yeah. So I'm like, good. I can, I can take this and not worry about, about it corrupting me or anything. And, um, well, you know, those kobolds attacked you, and it kind of made me a little scared and, and angry. And I kind of just, everything just kind of went red. Why? What? What made you decide? To, did you have? You had to decide to use it. You I didn't really chose to decide, but I think it was just I lost control a little bit there, and I got a little more you angry knew you and had scared. Access to it. I guess so. It's it's hard to explain. It mm. just it's just I felt the anger. It's it's very something about it is different here. Like I know I've I've felt anger before, certainly back in back in our world, but maybe here it's different. Like it it sort of feeds on it. Like it's more intense once i think so yeah it's like once once you start feeling it it just sort of builds and builds and builds um i don't like it i don't want to use it again do you do you think that you all i remember is everything kind of went red and then black and then the next thing i knew i was standing in a pile red and black are my colors though so that's that's a bad thing i don't i, I, I kind of don't want to talk felt, about it either it felt like it's I very scary up out of a nightmare and i'm standing in a pile of cobalt guts and covered in blood yeah, the faces you were making and the sounds and everything. I, I, I don't really... I just thought that you might want to put it on the show, but I actually don't want to ever talk about it again either. It was very scary. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go there ever again. So, Let's pretend like it never happened. Okay. Now everyone knows about it. Well, it, I, I feel better talking about it. We like have it. Okay, well, then yeah. you can talk about it. I mean, if I get too creeped out, I can always just leave. I can just walk away or do earmuffs or something. Anyway, so 
so that happened. But uh, yeah, so I thought. Well, I mean, maybe somebody had questions about it. You know, we we did talk about the the fear realm powers, and so maybe oh, did I, hey, did anyone use those or anything? Because starting to get questions because I set up a message capture within the podcast. Okay. Um. So far, I've mostly gotten ads, which are kind of relevant to the things that we talked about. Really. That's it's so I don't know how they know that. Maybe it must be some type of maybe a, like a sprite or a gremlin that is okay. listening to the podcast and creating ads that are based on based things on, that we it, talk it definitely about. Is, they're very they're very good so um i'll show you the one it's um it's about a healing elixir for issues after spending a night with a tiefling huh okay yes here do you want to do you want to look at the ad here's the um, this is this this is the scroll for it the, the scroll for it oh oh but it my. has an audio ad too that's do you ever have issues after spending the night with me? Like, does something happen specifically at night with tieflings that causes problems? No, I think that's a, no, not like that. Yeah, this did seem to be specific to a tiefling brothel, which everyone said to ask you about. Yeah. Um, well, you know what a brothel is, right? No. No. Um, you ever heard the term, the realm's oldest profession? No. Okay. What is that? Uh, well, when someone mentioned to me, I assumed it was goat herding. Yeah, I, that's what I would think. It's something like that. But, it's an old profession. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Bricklaying. Bricklaying or. Um, brick making. Brick making. Nail making. No, nails would have come later. Much later. But it's, it is old, but it's I'd not say, the oldest. Like a For, really old profession would probably be like someone taking stones and sharpening them. Okay. You know? So what is the oldest profession? Um, well, you know about how babies are made, right? Um, At least with humans. No, I don't I don't no. know a whole lot about um, human babies. Well, I know that like they're like the we had because we had talked about the one time we had talked about um, your biological parents, but we didn't say how uh, you know I, I know that there's usually yeah, yeah, usually let's, let's talk about my biological parents. No, I mean we gotta stick with it. But there's usually like a there's usually like two, there's usually a male and a female, yeah. right? And so we uh, we just kind and, of assume. And and you you know somebody had well, asked me about like a like a my biological dad. I don't know if there is one because I know this. I know that with demons, okay, they can literally but just you're like a tiefling, not a demon. No, I'm like a, I'm I'm mostly demon. Well, I mean, my mom's a demon, so well, uh, they can just like literally just pick. I mean, a I piece mean, off of themselves and like decide it or you know pick a, a random piece of their garbage and combine it with it and then that's how they, they create children huh so I, I don't know if it's the same for humans no okay um well uh gosh this is getting us some heavy subjects oh, here Noah's waking up well just that let's just say some people will trade certain services for money right i know and, about that yeah there's, and some of the place. services that these people or beings in a brothel trade are I'm talking really slow and i'm trying to scary. measure my words yes oh, okay um do, do you want more time with these words no no i'm okay. fine okay um just that, you know, uh, these people, and there could be males or females or, I mean, whatever other uh, 
things are in our realm. Mm -hmm. uh, just or fear realm. In, yeah, or I mean, things maybe even different here. That's the other part that I was a little bit afraid of, but um, <clears throat> just that. Uh, whew, um, we got to wrap up, Quinn. The people are waking up. So, <laughs> okay, you can tell me. You okay, know, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. you can tell me later. It's okay. okay. I, I, I recognize your red, uncomfortable okay. yeah, face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, Nella. He's talking to sleep. No, there's no more ships. Oh, he's not even awake. Yeah, he's just talking to sleep. Yeah, look at his little feet going. He's chasing rabbits. Oh, he's probably chasing the rabbits. Okay, well, I'll talk. I'll talk a little bit more quietly. So then there was, um, there was one about the crowbar. The crowbar. Yes, and I think it's because I did actually um, go there after they sent me this. They sent me one like little ad. Okay. And it was like a, it's like a coupon. Okay. Coup, 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 coup. I'm not sure how you. Yeah, I'm not sure how you say it, but anyway, it was here in the fear room. And I guess that they were inviting us. Oh. Uh, so I went down at like 3 a.m. before you were awake. You were, you were like sort of stirring a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'll go check this out while I'm awake. Um, but it was actually closed at that time. It was already closed. They were, they were closing up, kind of. So I, I said who I was and that we had this ad and everything. And um, they did give, look, they gave me a nice, um, they gave me a nice cup. Oh. It's a mug thing. So I don't have to spill, I don't have to spill my drinks. That's, that's very, um... I mean, it's not Very generous. Free. super well-crafted, but, I mean, it's, well, it's free. not bad, yeah. It's free. It has a little logo of a crow carved onto the side of it. It does, That's well, because it's the crowbar. And I asked about a few things, um, specifically, like, their, um, their little motto seems to be that they'll sell your soul for a corn chip. That doesn't sound nice. I don't have any corn chips. Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, a regular thing here, what they do with them, or if they, like, maybe they really need some souls. You know, I mean, so I was like, well, if you really need it, right? If you're, if you're, no, I yeah, don't want to part with your soul. That's yeah, that's kind of what clues I said. You didn't do it, did you? And I said, no, no. But that was only because I was like, well, do you really need? Do you, do you need a soul? I think I think I have at least one. And he said that there was a problem. Okay. I, I don't know what the problem was, but so I so no corn chips, no souls were exchanged good, or anything good. so i might i would like to go back there when it's actually open we'll go to the crowbar but i did agree i said oh well you know if you want to sponsor us so i'll put okay. an ad on or whatever so they're going to sponsor us we have a we have a little audio ad from them now the crowbar um, is that is that all is that like a kenku bar yes okay yes but you're allowed in oh anyway they welcome they welcome well, that's anyone yeah uh, that's very nice but i didn't know if since it was a bar like a tavern a bar right uh though the same thing by the way Crowbar, Dernan's Tavern, that's all. It's it's kind of the oh, same thing inside. It must be like a local dialect. Right. So I didn't know if Dernan would take offense if we went there. If it's like a rivalry kind of thing. If it's an opposing uh, business. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. I mean... Oh, no, wait. No, no, wait. Somebody just messaged me. They said, no, you can visit many taverns or bars on the same night. It's called bar hopping. Duh. Oh, do you have to hop? Between, I, that's all it says. I mean, I've seen Kenku's You hop. can visit many taverns or bars on the same night. It's called bar hopping, duh. Oh, okay. Well, that's that seems interesting. Let's go bar hopping, duh. Oh, okay. I'm, it's going to be hard to hop in this armor, though. It's going to be noisy. I'll saying. ask more about it. Okay. So anyway, we're set up for messages. Okay. So people can like and subscribe and they could please share. So they could, uh, they and their friends can remember when the new podcast hit the air in their realm. 
Okay. And I mean, they might need some of this information. They could also like us and they could like you. I mean, you don't have to like both of us to like the- No, um, comics are very likable. I don't think so, but if you just want to like Quinn, you can still like the page and he's on there and you can spe you could specify, I'm liking this page just for Quinn or the rest of the people in our group. You might like them. Uh, you might like the stuff that we do and you could like it for that reason. And you could follow us on whatever your favorite streaming service is and on yes. Facebook, if you have a face within that book. Like the Necronomicon Some people do, right. Some people have that. Um, and you can comment or you can ask us questions and let me know if, like Nilla, you have a questions limit that I can ask you back. Yeah, three questions. Was it three questions a week? Three questions per week. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta space those I, out. if you ask me a question, I'm very tempted to ask you a question back. And if you have a limit, just let me know in advance. Um, if we get a really good question, I was thinking that I would give them this really big, shiny obsidian rock made from my blood and tears. Oh, oh gosh. And they could use it. They could use it to contact me. That's more. that's a lot of. It's a little bit sharp. I'm not sure if I should sand a that a little bit. A lot of blood. Why did you bleed that much? Ah, uh, you know it happens. Um, maybe you could take it to the forge and sand it though. It's a little bit sharp. Unless they want it sharp. If you want it sharp, you can tell me. I take it as is. Sharpness. Smells really dreaming. Shininess and all, and and you can have that. But you got to ask a good question. Right. You've got to contact us and maybe, ask us a good question. Maybe that could be like a new segment on our show, like Ask Onyx. Ask Onyx anything. There we go. AOA. 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 What? AOE, isn't it? Ask Onyx any, oh, anything. Anything. For some reason, I said everything. They can ask me everything. That's even better. I would love a show where people just ask me things and I ask them. It's just a show full of questions. Mm. I, Oops, all questions podcast. Oops, there you go. So, um, Onyx's questions. Well, everyone's waking up. We should probably go. All right. Yeah, I hope we didn't wake them up. No, I don't think we woke them up. Okay. No, I think it's just time. I think it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, I think okay. that we're only about halfway through this cave. Uh, so, yeah. Places to go, rats to kill. We still got to find that blue flower. So, we'll let you know next time if, if and when we get to a safe place how far we've made it. All right. Well, um, I guess we that's go. it. Signing off. Yep. Bye. Bye, everybody. to the realm's best Kenku Tavern. Karaoke every Wednesday and Friday. Shiny Things Bingo every Monday and Thursday. 
happy hour three to five every night. There is a cover charge. Three years of corn. <laughs> the crowbar will sell your soul for a single corn chip. 